with Kyle Kinane and Dave Stone. Mean it! Say it again! The Boogie Monster with Kyle Kinane and Dave Stone. No, not sexy, but real. The Boogie Monster with Kyle Kinane and Dave Stone. Nailed it. We're going for it. We just went for it. we're there now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I understand. Yeah, you're sick. You got, see, you talked about, (sighs) talk about coronavirus. Yeah. Get coronavirus. <laughs> get into it. Snitches get sniffles. <laughs> That's what happened right there. Oh, <laughs> God. Yeah, I felt like shit for like over a week. Katie and I both. Our whole building, our neighbors are sick too. Which, yeah, it's coming. But I don't understand that. Like we don't have air conditioning, so there's no like AC doorknobs. No. We got we, a mutual doorknob? No. Mutual no, trash can? No. Mm-mm. I don't know. But literally everybody in our building is sick. Well, I'm glad you're here then. Yeah. Glad you're sitting right across from me in my home. <laughs> I'm glad that's what's happening right now. <laughs> there it is. Good timing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm okay. Uh, What's up, dude? I don't know, man. I was going off on some putts. What happened? All right. Well, let's let okay. If if this either comes out this week or next week, which will be a Super Tuesday in California, where you vote in the Democratic uh, primaries. And uh, all right, you know, I had my issues with the census dude coming by. Yeah, I just, I just don't like coming unless it's Halloween mm-hmm. and I got decorations out, and you're saying trick or treat. Stay the fuck away from my house. Yeah. And by house, I mean apartment. Mm-hmm. House just sounds like it makes a point, but I don't have a house. I have an apartment. Well, but just fuck you, off. You have a quarter of a house. Yeah, but like my home. Mm-hmm. My home. How about that? Stay mm-hmm. away from Just fuck off. Mm-hmm. Don't come to my door. Agreed. And I don't have a no soliciting sign up. That's on me. Mm-hmm. Ordered some immediately after this shit went down. Mm-hmm. And again, it's fine enough, but a dude coming to the door... Knocking on the door in the middle of the day. When was this? This week? Yesterday. Okay. Asking if Rachel's here first. I'm like, what's this about? Like, oh, I'm like campaigning for Bloomberg, which, I mean, hate whoever you want, but just, it, it, it could have been anybody except Bloomberg is just paying, is, buy, is buying as much of the election as he can. Capitalism, baby. Speaking of which, just a real quick aside, last night's debate. Didn't watch it. uh, Apparently, an abnormal amount of Bloomberg supporters in the crowd, and now the rumor is that he paid for them to be there. Why not? Why not, you fucking billionaire? Mm -hmm. You're a billionaire that wants something? How do you get things when you're a billionaire? You buy them. Mm -hmm. That's how you get to be. You buy things. That's what you do with that much money. Yeah. Uh, I was reading something of all the stuff he could have bought. Like he could have like cleaned up Flint's water crisis with the amount of money he spent on his campaign. Or like take that money, put it anyway. So that like was already like Bloomberg. Like fuck you. But then the guy, whoever it was, he looks at me. He's like you. Like all right, recognize me. Uh, okay. But I didn't. I I I was not overtly rude. But I was like, oh yeah, we're not voting for him. And he's like you. I'm like huh. He goes oh never mind. Like, all right. And I closed my door. I knocked on my neighbor's door. Their dog starts barking and everything. So I, last night I um, uh, made a tweet. Why do I keep going back to that digital cancer? <laughs> but it, so this is what I wrote on uh, <clears throat> on Twitter last night at uh, like eleven o'clock. It said, uh, an excellent way for politicians to earn my trust is by calling my private phone number or sending uninvited strangers to my home who know my name. Now, I made no mention of who mm-hmm. that was about or, uh, or, or like what form, you know, mm-hmm. could have been about, you know, you get texts like, hey, do you want to, I got a Bernie text. Like, are you used to... I'm like, I'm going to vote for the dude, but never contact me mm-hmm. on stuff that I want to be private, mm-hmm. which... I found out it's on voter logs, but like, shouldn't, yeah, I voted using my information. Mm-hmm. 
now you can take that and come to my house? Because this motherfucker, nine minutes after that tweet goes out, I get a message on Instagram. Now, this was a tweet. I get a message on Instagram. And let's go ahead. I mean, this stuff is all on Twitter if you want to find out about it. So that was at, well, maybe it was like 20 minutes later. I think it was like 10 after 11. So at 11.30, your message says, hey, I only knew your name because I recognized you. The rest was from the party registration rolls. That wasn't, uh, sorry, didn't mean to weird you out. Mm -hmm. That was just, this is, here, it's how I know who you are. Uh-huh. And so the point of my tweet was, I would think, I thought it was, maybe I'm not being clear, but uh, it's uh, it, it's a little creepy mm-hmm. to come to my house and know who I am and then use that to uh, solicit vote. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. I didn't ask you to come here. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, don't, I would like to be private. Everything else I do has to be public for everybody. When it's private, I like it to be private. Is that a common practice? Like, I understand, like, the concept of, like, canvassing. Yeah. I always thought mm-hmm. that was just like, hey, stranger, are you voting? And if you are, consider our candidate. Yeah. But you're mm-hmm. saying, like, so he can't, He didn't come here for Cal Canaan, but he, he asked for Rachel. Yeah. So they, they, they know who they're contacting. Knows, who, knows who's here. Uh-huh. Yeah. They know who they're going to. It was like, oh, these are probably Democratic voters, and we're a Democratic candidate, so let's go to these houses to contact them. I just don't want anybody coming here. Mm-hmm. Don't come to my fucking home. Yeah. That's I don't know why that's absurd. Mm-hmm. I don't know why that's a ridiculous thing to just not want to be bothered in my home. Well, I regardless yeah. of what it is. Mm-hmm. People don't like to be solicited outside the home. I can't. There's no stand. There's no when, please solicit me signs when I'm trying to go to the grocery store and there's yeah. like somebody with a clipboard. And I always say, yeah, people, I don't like to be solicited. Sorry, whatever you're doing. No, I, mean, I, I blatantly ignore him. You're, yeah. you're coming into my space. Mm-hmm. I told a dare lady one time that drugs have done a lot of good for me. Good. Then, yeah, throw it. But and I'm sure <laughs> they even love that. Because then, again, if you're just hired to do that, mm-hmm. I'm not going to try and be a monster to you. No. But understand that you're a nuisance. Yes. And get no ready for that. wants that. Get ready for that. Yeah. So this guy hits me up by saying that. And I write back. I'm like, so you're responding to my post from one social media platform where I wrote about feeling bothered and creeped out by unsolicited strangers <laughs> by contacting me on a different social media platform explaining why you know who I am and where I live. And I write, would this make you feel safe if someone did this to you? Mm-hmm. Hey, I know you. This is how I know you. Let me find you online after I've already been to your home and you wrote something that didn't mention me by name but about being feeling weird that people know where you live let me find you online too and it's not like you tweeted at that individual not an individual or even the i didn't mention a candidate i didn't even say this happened today at this time i Mm -hmm. just said by just a mention of that campaigning using people's personal information i don't like it i think it's shitty Mm -hmm. uh the candidate nithya raman if i'm saying her name right like it sounds like good because people are just like hosting like hey I'm having her at my house. Everybody come here at this time to meet this candidate. Instead mm-hmm. of going out and pestering your neighbors, invite your neighbor. If you believe in that candidate, invite your neighbors into your home. Yeah. So then this fucking bitch, it was a dude, so just know that. <clears throat> he goes, lots of people know where I live if they want to look. I did it over here, meaning Instagram, because this was private instead of me saying in public on Twitter, hey, everyone, I know where Kyle lives. I just came over to let you know the info is part of publicly available voter rolls. Also, dude, do you have any idea how many houses I saw yesterday? I have no idea where you live. Okay, you fucking cunt. How about this? How about, uh, yes, you can absolutely message me on Twitter. Strangers do it all the time. Yeah. I don't respond all the time, but they can. So that means you didn't even try. So... Fuck you for that, number one. And then, oh, it's all publicly available. Cool. But that means, oh, I'm just going to look up somebody's name. and I, I don't like that, but cool. Thanks. Also, dude, you come now. Now I'm dude. <laughs> this is this is representative of Michael Bloomberg in the second direct message to me. Okay, dude, you have no idea how many houses I saw. Sorry, campaign rock star. I didn't know you're shaking that many hands and kissing that many babies. You fucking twat. So I write back. I'm like, Twitter has messages too, dude, in quotes. 
Anyway, thanks for reminding me to buy no soliciting signs for me and my neighbors you bothered. Hope Bloomberg is paying you well. And then he writes back, you can't DM on Twitter if you're not mutuals. Yes, you fucking can. Yeah, you and can. that's proven wrong. Also, no soliciting signs don't apply to people who aren't selling anything. Is that a fucking threat? Because you are soliciting. You're soliciting my vote. You fucking, oh, you fucking ball garbling fuck face. And then he just goes, and then he just goes, whatever. I was trying to be helpful. You're apparently just trying to be mad. I'll show myself out. And I replied, get fucked, creep. And he has since deleted his Instagram. Uh, user not found on, uh, on Instagram. So I don't know, maybe change his name or something, but, uh, I, I, uh, you know, I get, I know it's a little angry old man, Yeah. but I had, I had, you know, there is, and yes, I am going to vote because there is a crazy homeless population of crazy people that come up and steal mail and steal packages and knock on my back door, which you can only get through through a gate. And I had to get in a, almost a physical altercation with a guy who wouldn't leave uh, right when I moved in. And then the census person who I had to ask multiple times, is this a voluntary survey and they would say yes and i'm like i don't want to do it and they would keep returning to my home and that's a government employee that would not take no for an answer so i'm sorry if i want you to stay the fuck away from my home mm -hmm. and then for when i know you're just a bought fucking bloomberg slut just yeah. trolloping your dumb ass around vote for this guy because he paid me money fuck you dude and then to find oh I'm fucking pissed. <laughs> Fine, get a no soliciting sign. It doesn't mean anything because I'm not soliciting anything. I will fucking mace you. Can I just mace somebody? I can't. I can't say that. I can't mace somebody for being, but I got signs coming now. We'll see if I got signs that say no soliciting. I got signs that say no soliciting of any kind. Politics, this, that. I don't really want the no candy one because if you had Girl Scout cookies, I'd probably be all right with that. <laughs> <clears throat> but even then, God bless those entrepreneur, uh, entrepreneurial young ladies that are setting up in front of pot shops mm -hmm. and making bank. Yes. Are they doing that? There's a few places. Huh. Yeah, good for you. By the anyway, way. Anyway, so I went off. being uh, That's that's me. This is my old man rant. Girl Scout cookies have slacked off lately. They, they, they changed the recipe or something. Really? They're not as good as they used to be. Thin mints? Maybe I had the, taste uh, are changing, I had man. The, I had the peanut butter ones on the Samoas, and I was just pretty underwhelmed. I don't know. That's right. Maybe your uh, we taste. I, I I have not noticed the change. We each have our cross to bear. I, I made um, I made well, Rachel made banana bread. I made banana bread French toast today. Way to go, buddy! Yeah, man. Whoa. Rachel made it the other day and it was real good. I tried to make it today and it was not as good. Hmm. It just it just tasted like I dropped some banana bread and some scrambled eggs. <laughs> I think because the spatula started melting halfway through, it was an old spatula, mm. so I think I got a little plastic in there. Oh yeah, you gotta be careful with that. Yeah, got a little plastic. Plastic spatula is no good. You can up your game. Yeah, so we're we're working on it. Well, other than anyway, that, other than that, how's everything going? Good, good, uh, good tour. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We're I, out for what about two weeks? No, no, only a week. Oh, just a week. Okay. Me and old Shane Torres. Yeah, yeah, many thanks to the folks that came out to the shows and hung out. It was a, it was a real good time. I see a bunch of them sold out. Yeah, I should, I should be more appreciative of the good things. But you yeah. can like the bad things and appreciate the good things. Absolutely. I just, I yeah, man, I got, I just got riled. I just got riled at the dude's indignant attitude. Like, I did nothing wrong other than bother you at your home in the middle of the day. And if it was a if it was a candidate you believed in, exactly that would even mean more as opposed but, but to like who's like, like earnestly believing in Bloomberg. No, old billionaires, we got to root for them. Yeah, which I mean, hey, you know what? Get paid. But also, then why would you even seek me out? Get get your paycheck and fuck off. You know why? Why are you so bothered by it? It means you either like Bloomberg or you're an asshole or both. Well, and when you take a job like that, you got to expect a little bit of resistance. Like, who's fucking happy to see that guy? But and I, maybe this is very arrogant on my part. But for this dude to take the step of reading a tweet that I don't mention anything about yeah. it, assuming it's about him, then finding me specifically to not apologize by, hey man, I didn't mean to creep you out, just. By pointing out that anything I was creeped about should be confirmed by, look, it's me. I found you, and anybody can find your address if they want to. Yeah. Double fuck you. Cool. Give me your address then, dude. Yeah. Give me your address. Anybody could find it if they're looking for it. Give me your full name and address and your phone number. Yeah. 
and I'm going to call you whenever I want when I have questions about Michael Bloomberg. <laughs> I mean, I know it's the old Seinfeld bit, but yeah. that's like one of those jokes that it's like. It's so perfect. It's well, yeah. I guess you don't want people calling you at home. Now you know how mm-hmm. I feel. Yeah. Oh, God damn. Well, especially in this day and age where like even things that we wouldn't mind to be face-to-face, like everything is done over email or phone. Like it's just odd to face-to-face, to knock on doors for something like that. I mean, just because it's a method, an, an age-old method, doesn't mean it's good. It seems so inefficient. Yeah, and I just need more signage. I just don't know. Nobody, Nobody's like, oh, man, I love solicitors. Yeah, nobody. Like, well, the lack of a sign shouldn't be like, oh, well, how could you get mad? There's no sign. The fuck away from my home. I despise mm-hmm. anybody with a clipboard. Like, just leave me alone. Mm-hmm. Like That's why the old joke is you can get in anywhere with a clipboard because yeah. everybody's going to be like, man, that guy's got something going on. Yeah. They're not going to bother you. Uh. Oh, boy. Yeah, real real angry get off my lawn, literally. <laughs> Speaking of get off my lawn, yeah. Oh, uh, I've taken What'd upon myself do? to. Uh, I'm, I'm the neighborhood watch captain now. Uh, oh, not that's what you were before. Not officially, but uh, I'm cleaning up the neighborhood. What do you mean not officially? You haven't been sworn in. Yeah, I mean, exactly. It's not a government held no, position. No. Uh, two nights ago, I'm hanging mm-hmm. out about about ten o'clock on a weeknight. Yep. And uh, I just hear outside. I live on kind of a, not a busy road, but, you know, a, a fairly well-traveled road, both uh, with pedestrians and vehicles. So there's always a lot of traffic of some sort. Glad you cleared up tra- you know, heavily but, traveled road. But, well, well, how are you saying there? Yeah. Oh, vehicles no, I mean, there's a lot of foot traffic. There's a lot of foot traffic, and there's a lot of cars. But anyway, okay. so, you know, you always hear a little bit of uh, chatter outside. Yeah, yeah. And I live near some bars, so, you know, that's going to create yeah. a little bit. But two nights ago, I'm hanging out. It's about 10 o'clock, and I just hear outside, fuck. <laughs> All right. About five so. seconds later, fuck. About right. th- did it a third time. And on that third <laughs> one, I'm like, All right, I got to get up out of the old easy chair and investigate. Yeah. And the building next to mine, there's just somebody right out front in the middle of the road, fuck, like top <laughs> of his lungs. Oh, yeah. Like, just uh-huh. full full blast. So I take a new approach, you know, given my, uh, I, I try to have good conflict resolution skills, but sometimes, well, I mean, you know. I've, you've given a lot of people yeah. information. So I took a new approach. <laughs> Here's the thing. Somebody's got to do something, okay? Mm-hmm. I'm not, you can't just have people just screaming. This isn't like, hey, please turn your radio down a little bit. This guy... Top of his lungs. Fuck! Home, homeless guy, street no, individual? No, I walk out on the on the little stoop, mm-hmm. and it looks uh, just, it's just a dude, about a little older than me, maybe 45. Uh, looked like one of those, like uh, like a 50-year-old frat boy. Yeah. You, know, you know the vibe I'm talking about? Like the, like, 45, 50 years old, but you know, the, the, the polo shirt and the shorts yeah. and the, and the socks, sockless, sockless shoes. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, party boy. Anyway, old party boy. But just screaming just like 10 times, fuck. So instead of like being aggressive about it, and he was drunk as shit, obviously, I could tell. But I walked up to him. I go, hey, man, uh, everything okay? And you could tell he was about to like bow up and get aggressive. He goes, what? We can't have you punching anymore. No, no, and I'm not. (laughs) You just moved into this place. Exactly. I said. So you uh, went outside. You went. Yeah, I approached him. Okay. Because you got to solve the problem one way or the other. All right. You can't just certain things. You can, mm. you know you can ignore and turn a blind eye, but this is a neighborhood, and there's a guy screaming at the top of his lungs at, at ten mm. o'clock at night. So no one else wants to do anything. Old Dave will handle this. So I take a different approach. I go, Hey man, couldn't help but notice you're screaming. Is everything okay? Mm. Are you in pain? Is there an emergency? I, t- I took the, the good yeah, yeah. Samaritan angle. Yeah. And you could tell he was just like confused. And I go, look, man, I heard you screaming. I just want to make sure you're not in any danger. And then he's just like, oh. And then, and then he, like he dropped his guard a little bit. He goes, I just don't know where the fuck I am. 
I go, what's what's the problem, man? <laughs> kind of I just want to go home. <laughs> and he almost like started crying, like he just so drunk that well, he that's just why he was yelling, "Fuck!" Oh, I just want to go home. So I, I took like instead of the aggressive, like, "Hey, shut the fuck up, man!" I was like, yeah. "Hey, man, I'm here to help. Yeah, what can I do to help? I just want to go home." Mm-hmm. I was like, "Did you call an Uber?" Huh? And he had his phone. I was like, "Do you know where you live?" And he's like, "I want to go to Pine and Fifth." Yeah. I was like, so I grabbed his phone, called him an Uber, yeah. waited five minutes, Uber came, and then he just starts hugging. I'm a Marine. Uh, he was a former Marine. You're a good man. Just hugging me. And then I'm telling the Uber driver, like, hey, man, this guy's drunk as shit. I don't know who he is. He was just out on the street screaming. Yeah. I was like, hey, man, your Uber's here. Do me a favor. Two things. Don't throw up and don't be rude to this guy, okay? And also, stop shaking my hand. <laughs> and uh, But totally defused yeah, the yeah, situation. Yeah. That's good. That's a like, good thing. You know, I wasn't trying to be aggressive about it, but, like, yeah. you got to – this can't just go on. Somebody's yeah. got to intervene and take care of this problem. I was, I was proud of myself that I, I handled it in a very calm manner instead of a – not that I, not that I just drunk, go around drunk, being aggressive. Drunk people are weird creatures. Mm-hmm. We've we've all transformed into them. But just screaming, just like, but so instead of the aggressive, I was just like, I just want to make sure you're okay. Like in reality, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, you could just see in his eyes, like, do I punch this guy or or what do I do? Like he Man, wanted to be aggressive. If it's like a marine thing, like you don't know what. Yeah. That guy's. Seeing him. Yeah, I mean, I respect Marines. They're, they're well, badass. Well, like what, like what kind of PTSD? I mean, there was some video of some guy that <clears throat> was a road rage in- incident down uh, somewhere down south where the base was. And it's like I was like going ape shit. Like I was sitting in his car filming him, but he was like losing his mind. He's like, get out of the car, mm-hmm. get out, try to rip his rearview mirror off. Mm-hmm. It's like, all right, this could be roid rage maniac, or it could be just some. PTSD incident it doesn't yeah. make it yeah. right, but it made it very dangerous. Mm-hmm. So good job on him. And that like one. there were people walking by, and then he was like, even when he was sober, I'm sure he's probably. I felt like he was kind of a shithead because he was making like sexual remarks to women. And I was like, hey man, we yeah, don't need right. that. So I was maybe, like trying yeah, to, yeah, yeah, hey dude, gotta, don't don't do that. And I was like apologizing the way he said a couple things to a couple women. We we should double team it. No 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 no. We're not out here uh, trying. Yeah, to don't be, rope me in. Yeah, no no anybody no. Thinks let's. You are. We got one problem here. Not let's not add creep guy on top of it. And I, I was just yeah, trying to quiet him and trying to calm him down. And he, he just he was just so confused. Like, is this guy my friend or my foe? Fucker or, fight. Fucker yeah. fight. I don't and, uh, have a range of emotions. It's only <laughs> fucker fight. But I uh, yeah, you know, just minding my own business. And uh, a problem arose, and uh, because I was willing to engage in a uh, you know in a calm manner, I solved the problem. So. Well, I, cleaning up the neighborhood. Good, good job on that, man. Yeah, yeah. So, good job on that. Good for me. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So, whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Got some other interesting news here. Uh, Give you a Barbara update. Remember Barbara from a few episodes ago? Um, Barbara? Barbara. Oh, Barbara. Barbara. Like your barber? No, I'm what sorry. What's going on with your barber? I'm sorry. Barbara. <laughs> I didn't remember this being a compelling story the first time through, and you're wearing a hat. What uh. happened? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, Barbara. Some sad news. Uh, oh, no. Barbara has a dog, uh, even though she's said on multiple occasions that she hates animals. I fucking hate animals. Okay, well, it's great, great that you got a dog. Yeah. She like fr- just got one? No, she's had it for about six months. And okay. she, uh, but she doesn't take care of it. You know, she always drops it off. At really? The, the at lady who doesn't live with her own children yeah, and I'm, doesn't take care of her dog? Imagine that. <laughs> imagine that. And um, so her son was in town to mm-hmm. visit his grandfather, mm-hmm. uh, Barbara's father. Uh, uh, yeah, nobody's buying this fucking yeah. <clears throat> So the son, uh, and I like the kid. Kid's a cool kid. Yeah. And uh, he was supposed to come visit Katie, 
you know, because she's like his aunt. Yeah. You know, they're very tight, like an aunt. Yeah. Everybody's almost like relatives mm-hmm. in the story. Yeah, yeah. And he couldn't come because of bad news. Uh, this dog, um, this dog's riddled with cancer. All right. And they, they were going to put him down. Mm-hmm. So so he can't come visit because his dog has got cancer. And mm-hmm. uh, they were going to put him down. And the boy was really upset. And the boy even asked, and this is really sweet. Okay, he, the dog lives here in California. Yeah, lives with Barbara. with Barbara. But she's like, she quote unquote got it for her son, even oh, though he okay. lives okay. in another state. So anyway, and uh, so <laughs> the kid's upset. He's crying because his dog's got to be put down because mm-hmm. he's riddled with cancer. He even asked Katie if Charlie, our dog, wanted to come say goodbye to their dog like that was really that was sweet, sweet move, you know yeah. and the boy's crying and the boy's upset and uh he canceled the visit between mm-hmm. the boy and katie and um uh, uh barbara uh, completely made up that story dog dog didn't have cancer dog doesn't have to be put down just hey here's i'm gonna fucking lie i'm gonna make my own son think that his dog has cancer and has to be put down tomorrow <laughs> Bravo, just, Barbara. Just to, just to not let her. Either that or just I don't, the question we want answered is like, was she really going to have the dog put down? Oh, just to get rid of the dog. Just to get rid of the dog. There you go, Barbara. There you go. Bravo. Dog didn't even go to the vet. There was no, it's not like he got tested for cancer and then she prematurely said he had it and before the test came out. No, no, no. Nothing wrong with the dog. How's no, anybody no give this woman a grain of salt for anything? Yeah, exactly. Good like, question. Including her kids at this point. Yeah. Like, I can't imagine what it would be like to have to be a, a some be like, you're uh, you're garbage, and I'm going to, I got to cut ties for my own well-being. Yeah. I'm like, what's, I mean, outside of the visiting the grandfather. The kid's crying. The kid's. Yeah. You, you wanting, psychologically. Wanting our it, dog to come say goodbye to his Psychologically manipulated your own kid. That's real fucked. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. That's Barbara, everybody. Good job. Well done. What's old uh, granddad saying about it? Granddad's, uh, oh, and here's the other thing. Uh, Now, even after that story, she just dropped the dog off with granddad. Granddad, who can just now can barely take care of himself, is now taking care of this Mm -hmm. dog just because, oh, that's a dog. You take him. What kind of dog is it? It's an English bulldog. Yeah. Cute. Just big, dumb, stupid, slobbering bulldog. But she didn't. She just got the dog. She got the dog when Katie got Charlie. Just to be like, fuck yeah, I got a dog too. Even though she doesn't care about anything or anybody but herself. She's not a warm and fuzzy animal person. Yeah. Just like, I got this stupid dog. So because she yeah. got tired of taking care of the dog, I'm just going to make up a story. It's <laughs> yeah. tell everybody that the dog has to be put down because he's got cancer. And I'm going to tell, I'm going to look my own 14 mm-hmm. year old son in the eye and tell him that too. And then like the next 24 hours later, he's like, I just made that up. She said she made it up. I don't know how, I don't know how she's, but it, it came, somehow it came to light that that story was total bullshit. I guess she admitted to but Katie you, or somebody. you talked to the, her son? Yeah. And, He's like, okay, I guess he's not dying. This poor kid. Yeah, have those kids come out of it without being? And they're great. They're good kids, man. Oh, by is... some miracle. Their dad must oh, be doing yeah, a great miracle job. The miracle is the dad is doing some heavy lifting. Mm-hmm. If, heavy lifting. If, 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 yeah, from there you go. I'm just going to make up a story about your dog dying of cancer. Oh, boy. Apropos of nothing, just because I'm a fucking piece of shit. So that was fun. That was some exciting drama. Do we even talk about anything about the boogie monster anymore? I don't know. I don't know, man. I got some new towels. Well, that's not getting us closer to the theme of the podcast. Waffle weave. You ever heard of waffle weave? No. It's a towel. It's like a quilt, basically. It's it's got it looks. It's a new technology in towels I'm very excited about. Dries dries you off real good. New or new so, to you, Dave? Yeah. New to me, I guess. You want to talk about some boogie stuff? Yeah, I think we owe the listeners. Yeah. I don't think we've gotten any this year. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we talked about the the the, the pandemic, which is mm-hmm. 
Oh, I get man, it. you can find two sides of that. You can either find the real freak out shit or mm-hmm. the uh, calm down. We're fine. Twenty seven hundred deaths now. The death tolls up to twenty seven hundred. When I when we first started talking about it a few weeks ago, it was like double digits. Well, and people think that China's lying about the numbers. Oh, really? Why do they think that? Because it's China, and they don't want people to think it's bad. China's fucked. Oh, lying about the numbers, How like many not as bad. Death, yeah. Oh, I thought you meant they were Yeah, China, China, yeah China fudged numbers on everything. Mm-hmm. I think they just like doing that. Yeah, but latest, uh, as of this recording, uh, just over 2,700 deaths. See. Now there's a bunch in Korea. Uh, I think there's some in Iran. Italy. Oh, and there's some story that broke this morning about how the uh, Surgeon General, the U.S. Surgeon General, is warning us to be prepared that there will be an outbreak in America. Yeah, I saw something like that, and then you're here fucking sneezing on my <laughs> shit. <laughs> Wasting my time getting mad at some idiot trying to tell me to vote for a billionaire because they know how to fix things. Uh, what's uh, There's nothing good. There's nothing good, man. <laughs> <coughs> Well, let's talk. Uh, let's talk about something, all right? Yeah, let's talk um, about it. This is a kind of an obvious one that a lot of people know about, but I, I never really uh, investigated much about this dude. Um, but I just wanted to—I wanted to educate myself a little bit on Nostradamus. I always heard about old Nostradamus, old uh, newsy doozies. Uh, one of my favorite scenes in Sopranos: Bobby Bacala and. Uh, Tony, you're talking about 9-11 or something, mm-hmm. and Bobby goes, you know Quasimodo predicted all that shit. <laughs> and Tony's like, what? Quasimodo. He's like, Nostradamus. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I do like the habit of throwing whatever. Eh, weird name sounds like a weird name. <laughs> uh, Michel de Nostradam, also known as Nostradamus, 16th century writer, uh, apothecary, supposed prophet, uh, he believed uh, many, many of the world's four. He, he's believed to be uh, the world's foremost authority on prophecies. Uh, his followers credit the uh, French mystic with uh, predicting the future, uh, many world events, and um, in his cryptic passages called uh, quatrains, he wrote this book back in the 1500s called uh, Les Prophes, Les Prophetes. Oh boy! Basically, uh, the prophecies. Um, he was said to be able to predict the future through a combination of astro- astrological study and divine inspiration. Oh, astrology and bullshit. <laughs> exactly. He had a long study. <laughs> what a combo. <laughs> long studied and uh, supposed relationship between the movement of heavenly bodies and earthly events. And he claimed uh, an angelic spirit helped him understand how these forces would manifest themselves. He sought out inspiration through various forms of meditation generally focusing in on fire and water, possibly while under the influence of mild hallucinogens, such as nutmeg. Never heard of that. All right, well, I'll look up that part. You he keep, started tripping on nutmeg. Uh, he would meditate late at night. Uh, he also claimed um, he would uh, see and understand I events mean, in, the near, in the near and distant future. Um, and, of course, the, the, uh, the problem with oh, Nostradamus is uh, all his predictions are, are fairly vague, you know, where, you know, it's just like where the, well, you know, open to interpretation. You make it vague enough, you could take any event and try to connect those dots with it. But uh, it's also speculated that he did that on purpose. He purposely mm-hmm. made his predictions vague in order to defend himself against allegations of witchcraft, you know, back in 1500s. Defend himself against allegations of being full of shit. Well, but that makes sense. You know, they were trying to, they were always... Trying to burn witches, you know, anybody who... Oh, yeah, I don't want to be too accurate with my predictions. Because <laughs> people think I'm a witch instead of people believing that I could see the future. But that was a thing, he, apparently. Like, he, I think he even he wrote about how he made them vague just so people wouldn't think he was... My question is, I, how, how does that work? How can you predict... I'm still trying to find out about no man. But anyway, I got a few uh, predictions here that he made that uh, some people think were accurate. And again, fairly vague, but um, let's get into some of these. He apparently predicted the death of Henry II. Uh, The quatrain reads as this, quote, The young lion will overcome the older one. On the field of combat in a single battle, 
He will pierce his eyes through a golden cage. Two wounds made one, then he dies a cruel death. Now, the way this is interpreted is... Uh, Let me guess, a new country beats a bigger empire. Well, yeah, stuff like by that. By breaking through some walls. <laughs> King Henry II, the older one in that quatrain, of France lined up to joust field of combat. The, uh, the Count uh, de Montgomery, the, who's the young lion. Both had lion emblems on their shields. On their final pass of the joust, Montgomery, uh, his, his, his lance burst through uh, King Henry's visor. And uh, two shards, two wounds made into one. One through the eye, pierced his eyes through the golden cage. One through the temple. King Henry II, he suffered ten days before dying in his bed. And that could be... He dies a cruel death. So that's how that one's They all died a cruel... Nobody died a decent death in the, <laughs> in the 1500s. But, okay, so like, I mean, yes, it's vague. The young lion will overcome the older one. Yeah, that could apply to any transition. The, the mighty oak is eaten from the inside by yeah. its termites. Field that's of combat a in a single battle. Sure, why not? Uh, Pierce's eyes through a golden cage. They said, you know, King Henry II wearing a, a golden visor. Um so yeah, you know, pretty vague. Uh, he he apparently predicted the Great Fire of <laughs> you London. You know, pretty bad. pretty vague. Great Fire of London. Here's how it reads: the prediction, quote, "The blood of the just will be demanded of London, burnt by fire in the year '66. The ancient lady will fall from her high place, and many of the same sect will be killed." Now this is interpreted: a small fire that started in a bakery in London, September second, sixteen sixty six. So, you, you know, he got the 66 part right. That's pretty impressive. Uh, resulted in a three-day blaze that consumed the city, burnt by fire. The blood of the just could refer to the millions of rats that were killed. Burn is by fire. <laughs> well, that, that's true. Uh, this, this part is odd. The blood of the just could refer to the millions of rats that were killed. And many of the same sect will be killed. But, okay, the 66 part is impressive. Malcolm X uh, said that a penny matchbox full of nutmeg had the kick of three or four reefers. Really? Yeah. How? What do you just swallow it or snort it? What do you do? I guess I think you eat it. Hmm. Um, here's an interesting one. All right. Some say that he predicted the rise of Hitler. Now, now everybody's trying to get a piece of Hitler. Here's how this one reads: From the depths of west of Europe, a young child will be born of poor people. He who by his tongue will seduce a great troop, his fame will increase towards the realm of the east. Beast ferocious with hunger will cross the rivers. The greater part of the battlefield will be against, he calls him Hister, H-I-S-T-E-R, Hister. Into a cage of iron will the great one be drawn when the child of Germany observes nothing. Now this is interpreted, Hitler was born April 20th, 1889, Western Europe to very poor parents. 420, bro. Yeah, there you go. The, from the depths of the west of Europe, a young child will be born of poor people. So that I mean, part's accurate. I'm calling Austria Western Europe. Yeah, that's Western enough, right? No? It's like dead center. Oh, okay. <clears throat> well, what about that? calling was it Omaha. Was it Western, Western back then? America. I don't know how. Uh, I don't know. I, <laughs> it was never country. Western. No. If anything, it was Eastern. I don't know where that went. In the years uh, after World War II, Hitler moved to Germany and rose as a leader through his over-the-top oratory skills. So that, you know, who by his tongue will seduce a great troop. Myth. He's a myth. You know, but like he was a great speaker. I mean, what he was speaking about was atrocious, but he was good at <laughs> He was good at what he did. Well, that's why he was good. He'd make a <laughs> terrible subject if you could sell it. Um, let's see. Hitler drew an Axis alliance with Japan. Quote, his fame will increase toward the realm of the East. Then the German army invaded France. Beast ferocious with hunger will cross the rivers. They think that these beasts could be interpreted as tanks. Going to cross the river. And uh, he defeated, uh, and defeated by the Allied powers, the greater part of the battlefield will be against Hister. So, you know, there's some stuff there that, that could... I, like, like all this stuff is like, all right, is it like the Bible where all the texts have been translated and rehashed mm -hmm. and re-put into well, what it, like convenient translations? Mm -hmm. But all right, some of this stuff a little. Yeah, yeah. Got a few more here, good ones here for me. Um, the atomic bomb. May have predicted the atomic bomb. Oh, uh, near the gates and within two cities, there will be scour scourges, scourges, the like of which is never seen. 
famine within plague, people put out by steel, crying to the great immortal God for relief. All right. Near the gates within two cities. Uh, that could mean Nagasaki and Hiroshima. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I get that. Two so. cities. He found two of them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, some of this is How many Did he make a lot of... He I made mean, over, uh, I think in that book, the book I think had near nearly a thousand. So he's so like three thing. for a thousand. <laughs> that's the thing. You, you know, you, you make just, enough predictions. He's whipping them off. Some of them are, are going to come true just by, by coincidence. Uh, JFK and RFK's assassinations. Uh, the great man will be struck down in the day by a thunderbolt, an evil deed foretold by the bearer of a petition. According to the prediction, another falls at nighttime, conflict at realms long, and pestilence in Tuscany. I don't know what Tuscany. Tuscany's got to do with the JFK thing. Um, it was the mob. JFK. The mob took him out. Oh, there you go. The great man. That might not be far off. <laughs> uh, the great man refers to, uh, uh, could be referred to as JFK there. Uh, he received uh, numerous death threats, an evil deed foretold by the bearer of a petition. I don't I don't. I don't know yeah. how that's a death threat. And was gunned down in the afternoon of, as we all know, November 22nd, 63. Struck down in the day by a thunderbolt. All right. It was daytime, obviously, when he got whacked. Thunderbolt could be, obviously, the bullet. Then, as we know, Bobby Kennedy was killed uh, just after midnight. Bobby. Five years later, in 68, another falls at nighttime. So one, one brother gets struck down during the day by a lightning bolt. The other brother falls at nighttime. Hmm. Could be. Could be. Could be. Uh, the prediction of Nostradamus. Mm-hmm. Could be. <laughs> uh, 9-11. Quote, earth-shaking fire from the center of the earth will cause tremors up. around the new city. I'm going to fire up these fucking weirdos. <laughs> will cause tremors around the new city. Two great rocks will... He's from the 1500s. Every mm-hmm. city's going to be new if he's put, <laughs> set it in the future. Two great rocks will war for a long time. Then uh, Arethusa will redden a new river. Two towers Arethusa's, could be the... T- I, I, I'm looking it up now, but I bet you Arethusa's got to be some sort of screamo band. <laughs> how, how, how do you spell it? How do you spell it? A-R-E-T-H-U-S-A. All right. Arethusa. Let's find out. Let's see what we get. <laughs> Screamo. All right. Nothing in the first Google hits, but I was a nymph and daughter of Nereus who fled from her home and blah, blah, blah. All right. Arethusa band. Let's see. Come on, man. Come on, Google. Give it to me. <laughs> All right. Hold on. It's a live track. I don't know if it's going to be good. Hold on. Arethusa. Yes! I was fucking right! Holy shit! Oh, guess who's Nostradamus now? Your boy Kyle. Kyle Stradamus. (laughs) Kyle Stradamus could predict (laughs) that a fucking screamo band was gonna was gonna cherry pick some dog shit out of a Nostradamus book (laughs) to call their band Arethusa. I I'm I'm impressed with how close how perfect I got this. <coughs> yeah, this band is not popular. This video is published August first, twenty thirteen, and it has uh, seventeen hundred views. So that's not like I would have known this otherwise. Yeah. Be wow. scared of me. That's pretty good, buddy. Oh my God! F- five rivers will converge. But only one oar shall navigate them. Who's calling Answer me right it. now? I'm doing... No, it's not. God, it's my... Bloomberg's people. Bloomberg. You fucking... How much is it going to cost you to take down that shit you put on Twitter? Five million bucks, Blummy. So... Pay me a million bucks, you trash. You know, yeah, these could be interpreted as like, oh, yeah, he nailed it. Or it could be... Yeah, uh, a number of events could <laughs> fall under I'm those not predictions. Not um, let's talk about this. <laughs> he all, like I said, uh, near a thousand of these quatrains in that book. Um, some of them relates to present day, twenty twenty. Well, these are yeah. apparently Nostradamus's predictions for the year twenty twenty. He uh, he predicted that a great earthquake would hit the American continent sometime in the year twenty twenty. Well, 
Maybe it'll swallow up all the coronavirus. Yeah. I mean, that's that's spooky. Like, to to nail it down to a specific year, that's, like, the only one that I mentioned there that I'm really kind of impressed with is the, the Great Fire of London, because he said in the year of 66, that happened in 1666. So, 1666? Uh-huh. I mean, he died in 1566. All right. So that's interesting. Uh, but, yeah, he says in 2020, the American continent uh, is going to be hit by a great earthquake. Um, the economic crisis in 2020. He supposedly uh, foresaw how 2020 would be marked by a major economic crisis, bankruptcy, recession, dark times from the global economy. Uh, he also, I don't have the quatrain relative to this, but he apparently uh, foresaw the, the 2008 crisis economic crisis so yeah uh, or you could just look that everything is cyclical anyway mm -hmm. and be like yeah things ebb and flow uh he's uh believed to have predicted hundreds of years ago how the global sea level would change the world in 2020 like all this climate change talk i mean all right he uh let's see what else we got here um Oh yeah. What else we got? Yeah. He, uh, he he states uh, he stated that uh, parts of what we now know as Antarctica will melt causing the uh, global rise in sea levels by when several they, meters. When did they discover Antarctica? Oh man. Not long ago. Like early 1900s, late 1800s somewhere in there. That's when it was explored, but they mm -hmm. knew it existed. Oh really? I I'm, That's a good I'm question. looking it up now. 1773. Question. So he didn't even know Antarctica was there. Mm -hmm. Let's see what else he... That's more recently than I thought. Mm -hmm. So he predicted Antarctica would melt without knowing it was there. Mm -hmm. What did he say? What did he say about Antarctica? He just said yeah. uh, that uh, it's going to melt. Parts of it are going to melt, causing uh, what did he call it? sea levels to rise several meters. What did he call it? I'm sure he just said, like, the frozen land... Fuck this, man. <laughs> Just be vague about it. Fuck it, yeah. Be vague about everything. Uh, here's some other... Uh, the shining light of a thousand torches shall beam downward instead of upward, revealing the crown of a new hope. It's like fucking Star Wars movies. That's all he's talking. That, did he predict that his language... Would make Star Wars insufferable? Did they do that? Because that's what <laughs> happened. Here's a few predictions from other uh, folks, uh, other than Nostradamus, that uh, could be interpreted as coming true. Oh, uh, Nikola Tesla. He predicted Wi-Fi and mobile phones way back in 1909. Did you know that shit? He said... What, uh, the, you mean the scientist predicted some science stuff in the field of science he was studying? Yeah. yeah that's believable. A hundred years before it happened, though. Yeah, but that's not... That's theorizing okay. that technology will advance to a point that it could develop this. Just like people are like, we're going to have flying cars. Okay. Yeah. That's not predicting the future. That's going, look, we got airplanes, we got <laughs> fucking cars, eventually it'll be the same thing. In 1909, Tesla said it will soon be possible to transmit wireless messages all over the world so simply that any individual can carry and operate his own apparatus. Yeah, and if you want to interpret that, you can do that. It's called smoke signals. Here's a match. So <laughs> it's, it's, these are not as elusive yeah. of ideas. <laughs> uh, Mark Twain predicted his own death. He was born uh, suicide. <laughs> is that how we? How did I don't know. No, I don't that. think he died of suicide. Uh, in 1909, uh, Mark Twain's biographer uh, Albert Bigelow Payne quoted Twain as saying, "I I came in with Halley's Comet in 1835. It is coming again next year, and I expect to go out with it." The day after Halley's Comet uh, showed up, the day after Mark Twain died. That's pretty interesting. He was born the year of Haley's Comet, and he said, yeah, I'm going to die when it comes back, and he did. I mean, I also believe that if you're old, you can just not commit suicide and be like, I'm done. But don't you think, I mean, a day after Haley's Comet showed up, he died. That's, that's pretty, well, he's he, a, he didn't die he, of suicide. He's a writer, you know, he, he, knows, he knows about story. <laughs> He knows about nailing a moment, you know. But what, what are your thoughts? I know this stuff's vague, but do you, I mean. I thought it was mostly debunked as being uh, re, uh, vaguely interpreted and rewritten to serve uh, the purposes they wanted to serve. 
what purposes is what's well, if you, if, like, just like going in the bible like you can finagle the words the way, the way you want to <laughs> like i'll li- i'll still listen to coast to coast once in a while uh-huh. and it's yeah it's it's nuttier than squirrel shit but yeah. it's like they when the when the hosts are like all right no <laughs> like when they shut down their own guests and they had one guy just arguing that the Bible was completely mathematic, uh-huh. and was just this dude was just would not budge on the idea. Like, well, no, the numbers are in there. He said, if two, then four, and that is eight, eighty-six, because two times four mm. is eight, and two plus four is six, and so eighty-six, and then nineteen eighty-six, this mm. happened, and the guy's like, that doesn't mean anything at all mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the the host was like that's no hmm. if people want to find it it's i'm sure some of it's very similar mm-hmm. and i wonder i want to see what was tra- what, what the actual text was on september 10th you know mm-hmm. is that does that quote is that exact quote existed september 10th which one of the one that predicted september 11th what about on September 10th? I'm no, sorry. I mean, like, the day before. Uh-huh. Or did somebody all of a sudden find, like, of course it's, oh, of okay. course it's, it, that's, that's something that you can check against fact, uh-huh. or check against the text. Mm-hmm. And it was what, the two rocks, the new city, and mm-hmm. the rocks tumbled or something. Yeah. On a date, was there a date in it? Just an idea? Um, well, actually, yes. There was one thing I read that said in the year of, of 99, and obviously that's two years oh, off. Yeah, but but then there was some uh, information about how they were using a different calendar and that 99, when he said 99, once we use this new calendar, it would equate to 2001. So. Okay. See, oh, see, a new calendar. Earth-shaking fire from the center of the earth. I'm reading the prediction now. Earth-shaking fire from the center of the earth. Mm-hmm. That's not what happened. Uh, we'll cause tremors around the new city. Earth-shaking, that should be... Center of the Earth. It's, uh, New York's the center of the financial world. That, that could, you know, Seriously, that's not too big of a stretch. The center of the Earth. Earth, I mean, Earth-shaking fire from will cause tremors around the new city. New York. Okay, New York. So it's the center, and it says, Two great rocks will war for a long time, meaning we'll combat against each other. But this is now conveniently... The two great rocks are buildings, and then the screamo band will run the new river. <laughs> no, no, it's again. I think it's all. It's like everything else. If you want it, mm-hmm. a great man will be struck down the day by a thunderbolt. So we're supposed to believe this is the JFK one. An evil deed foretold by the bearer of a perdition. So, so that means somebody already predicted that he would be killed. Mm-hmm. According to Brunner Falls at nighttime. I mean, the Hitler thing's pretty interesting. A young child will be born of poor people. I know that's vague as hell. But by who, he who by his tongue will seduce a great troop, like, I mean, he was obviously, that was his whole thing. He was able to, to rally a whole yeah. country and with all his terrible propaganda, his fame will increase towards the realm of the East. Uh, I don't know what into a cage of iron will be, will the great one be drawn? I don't know what that means. But yeah, some critics of Nostradamus talk about obviously about it being vague, but also about him uh, just. How do I, I say think this? it's fun. He was he would use uh, he he would stay away from specific dates, so that would help his cause. And just uh, a lot of it was like um, you know. Why didn't he predict like other shit? Like, why didn't he just predict like like massive events that you could vaguely tie massive long scale events you mm-hmm. could vaguely tie in and I think move the pieces around. Mm-hmm. But if like if he could tell me like like that Papa John was gonna say the N word, like that would be <laughs> a very specific <laughs> like that like Father Jonathan <laughs> Of the circular empire will fall from grace after disgracing a, a legion of followers. 
You know, like get, like that's like the, somebody show me those. The father of spiced meats and yeah, cheeses, yeah, the, will die by his own dough. Yeah, the server, <laughs> the server of round sustenance, like that, like that's what I would want. Like that's nobody's researching those predictions. <laughs> like the lesser known predictions of Nostradamus. In the year 19 of 20, mm-hmm. a great sandwich made of fowl <laughs> would that, overtake the great country. That's what I want to like. <laughs> Foodstradamus. Nash, Nostradamus. It's Nostradamus. Food predictions. Oh my God. That's. Because see, that, that, like, that's. That's like. You know, no, that's funny. And, that, and that he was probably there's probably a guy who figured that out, but it wasn't as like uh, it wasn't as much of an event as predicting nine eleven with your vague. Oh, there was two rocks and the new city. Anyway, oh my that's, god, that's my take on it. That's, that's where I go with it. Uh, well, we've talked about this before. The um, all the predictions that uh, the Simpsons. They predicted a lot of stuff that came true, like Donald really? Trump being president. You heard about that, right? Uh, I we mentioned that before. I think. I mean, that was. Yeah. There was yeah. one, too, where uh, Milhouse predicted who would win the uh, Nobel Peace Prize, and it came true like 10 years later, something like that. <laughs> yeah. That's some weird shit. Yeah, I'm looking that one up. There was another one. I don't have the notes. I mean, me. but, like, admittedly, though, if you're, I mean, the genius enough of a comedy writer to be on The Simpsons and going over all the, idea, you know, possible outcomes for comedy, like, that's that's a mindset going to just, all right, what's a scenario to create jokes? Mm-hmm. Uh, Nostradamus, I don't have these notes. Donald Trump was already an egomaniac enough to want to run for president of the United States. True. But there was some prediction about the 2016 election where he said, I'm paraphrasing, but like a masculine woman will will uh, take on a, a boisterous egomaniac or something. And people are like, oh. Who said this, Flanders? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Man, my computer's uh, fucking up. All right. You're about um, – mm. let's, let's touch on this real quick. I'm trying to pull it up. Old Rocket Man died. Oh, you hear about yeah. that shit? Poor oh, bastard. Hats off to that idiot. What, uh, Mike somebody. Mad uh, Mike. Mad Mike. Boy, homemade rockets. Fucking. Yeah. There's a video of it, too. Have you seen the video? Yeah, I don't need to it see it. It goes up. <laughs> Did it come it, down? Did the homemade it, rocket not make it? It came down with a big thud, like, way, like a couple hundred yards away. I was away. joking. Like, you, you were going to deny science, but you built your own rocket. So you kind of need the science for that part. Oh, it didn't work. I can't believe it. But good on him for going out like that, you know? Like, you know, if he had to go, at least he died doing what he loved. I mean, somebody, I, I did make it, going back to Twitter, I did make a joke, and I forget who wrote back, like, he he died doing what he loved, denying science. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's not a lot. I understand not wanting to make fun of uh, somebody who recently died, but. Come on. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, there's video of it, too. It just, I don't know. It's kinda... <laughs> I read he, he had the world record for the longest limousine jump off a ramp. <laughs> like, yeah, you can get a record if you're the only one who does it. That's not a record. You need a challenger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Well, this one's for you, Mad Mike. Yeah. Good job, old Mad Mike. <laughs> Right. I don't know if Nostradamus predicted that. That's something that 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 sounds like a prediction. Yeah, you know? what what we got? We covered like four. It means he's got nine hundred ninety six other ones that maybe are coming true in a smaller capacity mm-hmm. out in the world. Yeah. Um. All right, man. Let's uh, got a comic of the week this week. Oh, we haven't had one of those in a while. Um. I don't know this guy, um, but sadly passed away recently. A lot of my friends whose opinion I respect. Uh, spoke very highly of a New York comedian, Steve Whalen. You hear about old Steve? No, I don't know. He was a New York comic, uh, apparently just a real nice, affable dude. Uh, went by the nickname of Mr. Jokes. 
He was kind of a throwback, kind of a vaudevillian cat skills type, yeah. uh, you know, Henny Youngman type. Yeah, and yeah. his catchphrase, I think Henny Youngman you know, originally, uh, I think he borrowed Henny Youngman's catchphrase. I love this crowd. Mm-hmm. He would open every show with, I love this crowd. He was known mm-hmm. as Mr. Jokes and just apparently just a joke machine. He's like a younger just, guy, though. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know exactly what happened. It was it was medical. It, you know, I don't think it was um, drugs or self-induced. No, I think happened, yeah. somebody's I don't want to speak out of the term, but I think it had something to do with like a seizure or something like that. But uh, very highly respected in the New York scene. Uh, just tons of jokes went by Mr. Jokes. Steve Whalen. Oh, man, he's a young fellow. Yeah, and uh, but he's got an album out, and I've listened to it, and it's just, uh, yeah, he's Mr. Jokes, man. Just so many just goofy, quick, one-liner, just pop, 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 rapid-fire jokes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Whalen, W-H-A-L-E-N, uh, Steve Whalen. Look him up. Uh, I think the name of the album is uh, I Love This Crowd. So, uh, yeah, rest in peace, dude. Always sucks when... One of our own goes down, but yeah. uh, very highly respected in the New York scene. So. Clicking a, yeah, clicking a year over old Brody. Yeah, yeah, a year or two. That, was, that a was a year. year. Yeah, just last week. So it uh. sucks, man. But yeah, Steve Whalen, uh, check him out. Um, I've watched some of his videos and just just a big lovable goofball, and uh, unfortunately passed away. So rest in peace, Steve. Yeah. Oh, bam. Yeah, okay. Man. Not to bring it all down. Hey, that's all right. But, uh, yeah. After we started the episode, we're like, <laughs> fuck this garbage fucking nut gobbler. Yeah. Fuck for daring to come to my house. I want to be like, yeah, be nice to people. Yeah, you don't be know nice to folks. What, uh, yeah, all right. I should take my own advice. Yeah, man. Anything to plug? What you got? You got dates coming up? Oh, nothing I love more than plugging my own dates right after announcing the death of... Co-workers. Ah, he wouldn't mind. <laughs> I don't even know when this is coming out. I don't either. Go vote whether people come to your door <laughs> to tell you to or not. When when do when does California vote? Is that part of Super Tuesday? Super Tuesday. Super Taco Tuesday. Is I think you just vote for the who you want the, the Democratic candidate to be. No, I'm saying, but this, Super Tuesday isn't every state. It's like 14 states or something like that. Oh, watch out. I think, well, I don't know. I don't, I'm not the guy to talk to yeah. about this stuff. I just know when I want to be bothered and what I want to be bothered about. <laughs> uh, I got some random dates coming up in March uh, in no particular order. Chicago, Milwaukee, Cincinnati, Pittsburgh. Where are you playing, Chicago? Detroit, Grand Rapids, Kalamazoo, um, Chicago, I'm playing North Bar. Yeah, you like that place. Yeah, I like that. They're good to be down there. So Nice. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, dumbdavestone.com. You can get all that. Uh, also, um, people still emailing for the biscuit recipe and stuff like that. I I'll, I don't mind sending out a little bit. Uh, or you get the whole damn thing. If you want to drop 10 bucks. you can get uh, one of my uh, kitchen survival guides. So mm-hmm. I feel, you know, I, if you just ask for the biscuit, I'll give it to you. But buy also, Dave's kitchen survival guides. Well, you know, uh, you, you can pay for it. And, buy the thing. Our TV show isn't getting made. So buy the kitchen survival guide. <laughs> we announced, I'll, I'll be in Vermont. Let's announce that real quick. <laughs> I'll be in Vermont, Kingston, New York, Providence, Rhode Island, Hamden, Connecticut, Ithaca, New York, and Toronto beginning of March. We almost had a TV show. Yeah, we got the news yes- yesterday that it's getting passed on. So, Anyway, that's it. Would have been fun. Yeah. <laughs> Year and a half in the making. Tried to keep it a secret. And, uh, hey, uh, Nostradamus, you didn't predict that, predict that one, did you? you nope. Fuck. <laughs> but I'm sure TBS is going to have some fine quality program instead of us. So that's fine. I'm not bitter at all. Fuck show business. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we tried. See you next week. Bye. We didn't really for this, but uh, which button? Off. Yeah. There you go. The Boogie Monster.
Network.